0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on a, You're Alive, here at Reject City, USA. <laughs> I am The RJ, and with me today, he is the fastest podcaster on the Midwest. He is Tony the Kid. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a new episode of Let's Talk About It. This is the Wrestling Edition. The episode is titled The Sleeper Hole. And why is it The Sleeper Hole? Because Roddy Piper knew how to put you to sleep with that bad boy. <laughs> and you need some legendary sleeper holes like that. And that next it was it's a Barbecue cake that was another man who made sleeper holes so technically so good and now' Thanks. your host as I said before he is the best this podcaster of the Midwest his name is Tony
1: the kid <laughs> thank you director RJ appreciate that uh intro let's put it that way you guys <clears throat> so welcome on board to this let's talk about episode sleeper hole like director RJ just stated. Um, We got some topics on hand, some questions, some things to discuss, you guys. I'm glad you guys are joining us with us today. Director RJ, did you know, which actually I didn't even know, that WWE is getting backlash for putting Jeff Hardy and the title contention for the 24-7 title, of course, the championship, um, for that particular reason. Let's talk about it, Director RJ. What do you think about that? I think it's uh, from
0: USA Network or from uh or from Fox. They're getting backlash from the fans themselves when they found out that Jeff Hardy was being placed in like the lowest card of the show. Like Dude, you have uh past legendary world champion in your hands, you know? Yeah. He's been a world champion several times, been tag team champion multiple times, Intercontinental champion, US champion. You name it he's at it, you know? Yeah. So why do you put him as such a low card when he could be out there competing against the likes of Roman Reigns and uh, the likes of Randy Orton, people like that?
1: Yep doesn't make doesn't make any sense to me at all whatsoever because you could you're sending him directly downboard instead of sending him directly to above to handle with the main carders. What was the purpose of you keeping Jeff Hardy when his brother left, if not to put him in these type of matches, to be with the great, with, with the better competition? He's a performer. We all know he can show out and bust out in the wrestling matches, and show the fans, even at his still age, he could even in my eyes better than what Chris Jericho's doing on board with the high flying moves and all that type of stuff. He still has that in him, right? He still has that interest intro where it just gets you excited to see him. So right now, I agree with the fans. I agree with the fans. I didn't know about this, but I agree with them being upset why he's down there on the 24-7. Are they doing it because they want some type of prestige coming with this title? Because also remember, Director RJ, Jeff Hardy was great at the hardcore title. You know? What was the basic, you know, child gimmick of this championship? So, is that the idea to it? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so, and I doubt it. Yeah, because the only, the only difference between the hardcore
0: title and the twenty four seven title is twenty four seven title is just a simple roll up, one, two, three. I'm the new champion. Right. The hardcore title. You had hardcore matches. hmm And that. It was kind of like your equivalent of ECW, but, you know, it could happen at any time. Right. It wasn't ECW because, well, ECW is what kind of like what AEW is today. But you're not, uh, how you say it, ECW is more extreme than AEW. Right. I agree. But, I mean, the 24-7 title is cool. Don't get me wrong, but... you use that to elevate people who are at the bottom or for, like, let's say, tag teams who are not in a tag team picture, you could have them chasing that belt. There you go. You know. But, in my mind, that belt should just be used between, like, like you had it before, you know. You, you had our troop getting chased by uh, Drew McIntyre. Not Drew McIntyre, uh, forgot the guy's name. Short, skinny dude.
1: Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know who the wrestlers were um, wrestling for this title. I knew that it was a, you know, it was a funny gimmicky thing to have during the pay-per-view matches, during the Monday Night Raw, SmackDown type of thing like that. It's a good gimmick for entertainment, okay? But like you said, you know, it's those type of chances to give the lower card wrestlers an opportunity to step up. What I miss in the wrestling industry, especially in WWE, is... Is the whole how do you say what's what's that word where um, well, a grand slam champion right where they've been a champion with every championship am I right? Yeah. So back then, they that was the ideal slate. Start from the bottom. You we put a championship belt on you. We see how you are. You see how you carry it. We see how you, you know, and we get to finally notice how are you gonna be with other wrestlers and matches and lined up. That's the thesis of get a small title, then go for tag team, then go for intercontinental, then go for, back then you had the European, which was the vice versa, of the intercontinental. Then you get up there, you get the uh, United States. Then you go get, uh, now you're ready for the echelon of going against the champions, the, the world championship. Or you could do, actually, that's the thing. Especially with having SmackDown and Raw championships and their own setup. Now you have a lineup where where the category is for other wrestlers. And because you have two shows going, two sets of rosters, competing against each other, and at that competing for the championships, wanting to be on top, wanting to be noticed, wanting to get more TV time, more wrestling match time, and stuff like that. That's the purpose of it. And right now, I think they're losing mindset of that because it's like you just wanna you want the soap operas again, like we discussed in our last show. That that's your thought process into it. So I don't see why they would do this with Jeff Hardy. I don't see why it matters for him to be down there wrestling for that type of title. I don't see it at all. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why not put the Intercontinental belt on him? You know, I don't like it. I,
0: Not just that, put him in the world of picture, man. He could still go. I mean, imagine Jeff Hardy deciding to go against Roman Reigns right now. Roman needs more than just Edge going at him, you know. Jeff Hardy could put on good matches against Roman.
1: Exactly. He could be... Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you build up Jeff Hardy to the point where he starts having these matches against other people. He starts winning. And then, let's say, at some point... You could say he wants to call out Roman because he's like, you know, I haven't had that goal for a while. I want it. I'm craving it. I mm-hmm. want to face for the belt. Right. And since, since he's been a world champion several times already, I think he's been a champion like twice. If yeah. I'm right, in WWE. Right. So since he's already held that belt, he can be like, you know, he has, um, how you say, world champion privilege. Exactly. it's like any world champion, in my mind, if you've been a champion before, you should be able to just jump up and call out the champ and be like, "Hey, you know, you got the belt, but you never beat me. Let me
1: challenge you for it." Right. Exactly. I think mean, I agree with that too. Idea set because it's not like you, you lost your step in the ring. It's just a matter of now these the other two wrestlers are going head to head. They're you know good in the media. Let's let's give them some time. Let's give them some live light. You've okay. You've done a few matches now. You know now what's next? Let me get up there. Let me just you know let me get my own let me get my rematch or whatever type of thing. Why not set it up that way? When it yes, you win or lose whatever that doesn't at the moment. Like I said, the winning or losing really is the last thing to think about. It's the matter of putting something on a show for the fans who can be paired in the wrestling match where they can be in sync in the sense of just putting on a show. For the fans, who can we do that? And who can get along that way? That's the purpose. That's that's the main thing. That's the goal for wrestling. So I don't know. <sighs> get some my nerves. Let's get to the second topic.
0: This one already got me angry.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Now second thing on hand, you guys. Disney is rumored to be buying WWE. Are you kidding me? I mean, You've already, you know, I can see WWE already got wooed by them being on ESPN, you know, doing a lot of the shows and the arenas that are owned in that sense by their land, if you would would have to say. But, you know, it, I guess this is maybe the reason why you're getting rid of all the wrestlers that are that can put on those matches and that are that can't be great. without... Saying a few cuss words, being real, being like a somewhat Attitude Era style type of wrestler. And you want to give him the gimmicky stuff that a cartoon is for Disney. So, I guess it makes sense. What about you, Director RJ? What do you think? I think
0: this is Vince McMahon telling Triple H. They're not, you know, your name's and i not gonna be at the name, at the top of my company. Yeah. I'm selling this to Disney, and you can't get nothing of it.
1: Damn. That's sad. That is sad. But, if that happens, can you
0: imagine Disney having WrestleMania at Disney World for a year?
1: Yeah.
0: I would, I would straight up be over there, and I'll buy a ticket to Disney World. And then if Disney World does it, imagine this, dude. I can imagine... Disney was opening up a hotel and calling it the W.E. Hall of Fame.
1: Okay, there you go.
0: You walk into this hotel, and you can take a room. Like, let's say if you want to stay in the Ultimate Experience, that could be like a room based on the Ultimate Warrior. Nice. Or like the Hulkamania suite, or the Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid suite. You
1: know, you walk in, and everything's all Shawn Michaels style, you know? The madness. So,
0: uh Oh, macho
1: madness! Hell yeah, macho madness. There you go, macho madness. That'd be a good one.
0: Or also even the Undertaker, imagine uh-huh. like what it'd be like to be in a room built on Undertaker style.
1: Uh huh. Probably
0: uh-huh. the beds would be made out of like those uh, that car that drives people when they die. I yeah. All right, RIP imagine room the
1: bed is in that shape. Not the, not the MVP room, the RIP room. Oh, listen, he's yeah, you know like what I mean. That. So that'd be good. Hulkamania. See,
0: Disney, if it's true, I hate to cut you off, but this is true. To imagine all the things that Disney could do, buying WWE, like the things that Vince didn't want to do, Disney knows how to do it. There you go. I just gave them a few points of what they could do. Mhm. And like you were saying, imagine what else could he do, right? Like. A,
1: yeah, I agree. And but here's my thing, though, and this is where I think it can bite Vince in the ass. In this instinct, we can all see that Vince doesn't want—I don't know what it is—but he's so embedded by how he feels against Triple H. You know what I mean? Like he's not. I think
0: it's about, go ahead. He, it's not about Paul Levisky, you know that. Him. I think what he doesn't want is you know they, they, uh, originally was a McMahon company right so i think thinking McMahon's mind is he wanted it to go down to Shane he wants the name McMahon to stick to the company right exactly but with Shane I think Shane sold his shares out and so it would have been uh, Stephanie was next in line to take over there so you what get- happens is It won't be named
1: Stephanie McMahon's company. She would have handed it over to her husband. I think think so. I, I, I see what you're getting at with that. And I can see where that mindset would be. But I also don't think... I don't know if I really believe that, you know, Triple H in this sense or Paul Levinsky would let his wife do that. I think he would also be like, look, it's a McMahon company. I agree. Yes, I'm, you know... I'm like Linda. Let's put it that way. I'm like Linda. I'm here on the side. I'm, you know, doing the work and stuff like that. I'm behind the scenes handling this. You're the face. You're the woman of the company. It's about time we're letting a woman, you know, be on the limelight, be up front and all that type of stuff. Be, a head, you know, be the head woman in charge. It's that time to shine, babe. Go for it. Do it. Let me handle the business. Let me handle the wrestler aspect. Let me handle the flow of this, you know... Monday Night Raw, the flow, and the flow of SmackDown, flow of NXT. Let me handle this era. You handle up there. You handle with the big hooners. You handle with the buttheads and all that type of stuff. That's not me, man. I don't want to do all that. Stephanie, you're better for that. You're the woman like that. You can handle that stuff. You can handle that type of stress. And you walk around like, you know, head boss. And I'm behind you 100%. Let me handle, let me get my hands on this part of it. And we are going to be one dominant couple you know and it 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 goes with that and i I feel like but for some reason and i see what your point is where triple uh vince mcmahon has the ideal set thinking that it's not gonna be a mcmahon company and he wants to still have it so i I don't know man i don't know i don't know it's crazy i don't know i don't like it but in my mind in my eyes i see what if disney were to Yes, buy out the company from WWE, but the one one asset they don't want to get rid of, and f- listening, knowing what the fans want, is let's give Triple H a f- finally the spot. Let's give it to him. Let's offer him that spot. Hey, we just bought the we just bought him. There's no man we trust behind the scenes with the company than you. You've been here, you've been handling the business, you ran NXT for so long. It was, if not better than Raw and SmackDown put together. And now it's time. How's your health? You doing okay? Great. Can you handle this? Can We We want to offer it to you. W- will you accept? You think Triple H is going to say no? Of course not. I mean, Triple H is going to be
0: right where it can be. Based on uh, the fact that he loves wrestling himself. Mm-hmm. He's like Steen, you know. Like I said before, Triple H is one of those uh, passionate guys. Yes. So I think if Disney was to buy it, Triple H would be probably like the mascot for him. Right. I say it that way, but he'd be like the main, you know, welcome to WrestleMania. I'm Triple H. Like, he'll be the one taking that type of role now. He'll be the front and center
1: of everything. Exactly. And I think he would be even better, like, once Disney is bought and they do offer him that. And knowing knowing Triple H, he's going to be right there and the center of the ring. And he's going to be, like, you know, giving us a, a, a promo. You know what I mean? Giving us a sad promo that, yes, it's true. The rumors are true. But guess what? This other rumor is true. I'm it. I'm the cerebral assassin. It's me. It was always going to be me. It's all my... Like all the people's faces and stuff with the hype. And everyone's going to be nothing but ecstatic. Right? And that's the crazy thing. So, yeah. He would be the top choice. I think if not, my first, very first choice to make that phone call. He's the next person I would call once I call Vince to say, I bought your company. You know?
0: That's the one thing I was gonna to say too, like if both have buy the company, uh if I decided to like keep you know, keep Triple H around, you're gonna keep Stephanie around. So you have uh one, you have a McMahon who's been in the business since she was a kid. Right. She's been up and down the road. Uh she she knows how to handle the business aspect of it a little bit. Correct. You won't need her to do that because it's Disney. Right. At least, you know, she understands the range. Two, you have a man who understands the ring completely. He's been in that ring. He knows how to put on matches. He knows how to, to- tell stories in there. Right. So, once to get those two to help you out, and then, not just exactly, that but Disney has a room full of Imagineers.
1: Right.
0: So, WrestleMania is going to, you know, if Disney buys it, trust me, WrestleMania is going to be way 10 times more than what you've seen in recent years.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. So,
0: I'm, I'm actually
1: hoping that Disney finds it. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, no lie, I am too, though, man. I agree. I agree with you. I am actually hoping that it does. And it just... I, I don't know, man. I want it to be it that way because at least the business side of it, the money part, they're smart with it and they know how to manage that. The money aspect of it, they're going to manage. And they're all, and that, that too. Imagine the contract offers to these other wrestlers when... If they're coming overseas, but second, if they're a big name from way you know, just to show up for a one night little gimmick promo, like, come on, man. Like, that's even better. All you have to do is just give the give the let Triple H know ahead of time saying, Hey man, we just booked a contract for Goldberg for, you know, let's say a year. You know, we booked the contract. What do you think will happen? what do you think would you would like to see Goldberg in in the company just doing in the midst of? Oh, you know what, man? You know what, boss? You know what, Disney? You know what? You know what, uh, Mickey? I would like to say that would be cool for business is let's say we have Goldberg come out, and you know, on the Monday Night Raw. It's not pay-per-view. He's not a pay-per-view guy no more. It's not there no more for the guy. But have him come on Monday Night Raws when we have our little skits and promos show up and just wreak a little havoc here and there. Just a special guest tonight. Here he is on, you know, Monday Night Raw. Thank you for coming aboard, uh, commissioner for the night. You know what I mean? What can we do, Commissioner Gordon? Who do you think will be in this match? Da-da-da. Like, give him those type of promos. You know, I think Triple H would find, you know, a good good ideas to put him at. This will be one. This would definitely be one.
0: Definitely, bro. This definitely be doing that Disney would go back into that one straight that you did way back in the day. Yeah. Where Raw had um, Raw had like a celebrity guest host all the time. There you go. Disney, well, Disney owns a lot of contracts. Dude. They don't have to worry about like Amy, but it'd be like,
1: hey, you know what? You're under my contract. You're going to be hosting uh, Money Night Raw. Because I'm it's not- part of your movie coming out in the next couple of weeks. You're going to promote your
0: movie. Yeah. So imagine now you have uh, probably like the new Iron Man promoting uh, his movie on Monday Night Raw or on SmackDown.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Disney, in a way, dude, Disney just if they buy this company they just opened up a bigger door than they imagined because uh, WWE is everywhere right It's yeah. you know, worldwide. Right. So mention the Disney Mouse ear local uh, various places of a
1: arena. Exactly. That'd be, it would be awesome. It'll be it would just be good for business in this instance right now. Finally, a chance where maybe this company can go somewhere uh, better. You know what I mean? I think that's 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 the ideal set with it. So I'm actually happy for it. Well, moving on to next topic at hand. Speaking of contracts, of course. Speaking of contracts, now we're discussing about the contracts and uh, sad news for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Contracts are expiring soon, you guys. And there's already been speculations that they are definitely leaving the company. They don't want to re up. Let
0: me let me pull the SG3 right here, real quick. Go ahead. It says side
1: news. SG3 have been like, and you call that side news? Their contracts are expiring? <laughs> That's that is true. That is true, though. I mean,. Is it really sad news? Could they finally leave a company where they're not? They haven't been happy since they got on board on Monday Night Raw. Could they finally go somewhere and really do their best, really shine out for the fans, get back to the love of wrestling that got them to this place? And it, I mean, got them to this location in the first place. Is could it happen? I think it should. I think it definitely should. I think they better really think rethink everything and say. No, I don't want to come back to this company. I don't want no parts of this. I'm seeing all my other friends being successful, being happy again at that, and going for it. So I, I totally agree, especially Sami Zayn, especially that guy. And, at, you know, even at that, especially Kevin Owens, too. Like, like where's he been? You know, I didn't really like him in the beginning. But no matter what, I always said his, his mic skills was if not just as good as anybody in the industry at the moment right now, at that time at that time frame when he stepped on board. He was just as good. And I right now at the moment, he's, he's even at that. He's up to par to those of the greats that can handle a good promo with the mic. So I, I don't know, man. I, I, I want them to leave. I want them to go out succeed, whether it be AEW or whether it be TNA. Whether it be overseas with uh, New Japan. Regardless, right now, even at that, all three industries in cahoots with each other. So why not? Why not? You know? I'm
0: going to say that, too. They go to TNA and still show up and fight people from AEW. I mean, nowadays, with those companies doing a joint um, team-up like they do nowadays... Yep. Dude, anything, all all doors are open... Oh, heck, it's
1: going to
0: break loose. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I really, you know, you can't just say, oh, well, you know, I hope he just goes to AEW because, you know, that's where it's at. No, AEW, it is where it's at. But, dude, if they go to Impact, they could still meet up with people from AEW. Exactly.
1: They could still cross paths with those with those wrestlers. And then I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, the guys from AEW team uh, go against the guy in the Impact. Right
0: in that empty uh, arena match. Yeah, That's football one that
1: they do. Exactly. I think one thing, I, one match I would like to see with Kevin Owens. I think no lie. Speaking of like wrestlers, I would like to have match, match up Kevin Owens with the lights of uh, the guy that's with um, with Sting.
0: Darby Allen. Darby
1: Allen. No lie, I think those two would actually have good have a good match set up. I think they'll they'll be great with each other. And uh,
0: if you want somebody who could do good promos for uh, Kevin Owens and just go back and forth, mm-hmm. like a
1: pretty good program, see him Sami. Yeah. Oh, that too. Yeah, that'd be good. That would be good. And if Sami Zayn at that put him with put in the lights of uh, <coughs> Kenny Omega. That would be dope. You know, like it's just uh, yeah. it's good. Uh, like they have so much ideas, so much options compared to WWE right now at the moment. And it'd be, it's just, it's just as great. It's just as good.
0: And that's what, that's what I'm saying is like, dude, nowadays, that's where it's all, I, I, if I was AEW, I would put down, this would be a slogan for AEW. Instead of, this is where the big boys play, which was what WCW said. Right. AEW said, should put down, this is where it's at now.
1: Yeah. This is where everyone plays.
0: Yeah, this is the new playground. The new
1: playground. That'll be the oh, thing. there you go. The new slogan. This is yeah. the, the new yeah, playground.
0: New the new playground. Everyone plays. The yeah. big boys, little, everyone's in here. Yeah. And that, that's one thing I want is that, you know, I see Kevin Owens. He has so much potential, man. And W's, that's another guy that is messed up. Sammy Zane, too. And been, they just put those two together in like a long-lasting program when they both could have been facing other guys. Look what happened when uh, Roman and Kevin Owens had that Royal Rumble match.
1: Oh, yeah. True.
0: See? I mean, Kevin Owens can throw down. Mm-hmm. And people keep forgetting for a big guy his size, he
1: could still go. Right. Exactly.
0: He, he's pretty good. So when he goes to AEW, right away I'm already thinking Kevin Owens, Kenny Omega, Kevin Owens, Brian Danielson again. Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, they could be do their enemy thing. Mm-hmm. Or even Kevin Owens against NJF. Uh, good promo skills right there between those two.
1: Oh, yeah. True. That's true. That is true. Like, they have good... And that's another thing. It's the promo setup for the matches in, in hand. That AEW is being successful at right now, I think, at the moment. That's second to... like. That's shining out just as good. But it's the connection to the wrestling match that gives you the match. That gives you the hype up. That gives you the excitement that's coming up within the match. Now you just have to perform. And no lie, Kevin Owens could perform. Like you said before, he could still throw down in the wrestling match. But at that, he's creative in the ring. He's very creative in the ring. Brings up different moves. Let's try this. Let's just be safe. That's the idea, and that's the mindset of a wrestler. Let's be safe with it. If I'm going to dive off the rope, catch me. I'm going to where I land, follow me and catch me. You know what I mean? Be my safety net. And the same thing for him. You're going to jump off, I'm going to catch you. Just go for it. I, wherever we're at, I'm going to catch you. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? That trust. And he's that type of wrestler. I think he earned that with a lot of the... what I think where him being successful in the industry, he learned that, and he instilled that with wrestling with his other opponents and his the, the locker room. They trust him in that aspect. So, you know, I've never seen a wrestler... There's still few wrestlers that I, I feel like the safety is an issue. And I think right now, he is not one of them. But if I had to say ones that are not, that are unsafe, in my opinion, Seth Rollins. He's one of the unsafe wrestlers that I've seen in the wrestling ring. So... I'll put his name out there like that. But that's because he injured my Sting. So, unsafe guy. But, you know, he's done that multiple times. And he injured Finn Balor. And he injured Finn Balor. Jerk face. So, yeah. You know,
0: the worst part is that he punished Finn Balor for being injured instead of Seth Rollins.
1: Thank you. And they punished Sting instead of Seth Rollins. So, come on now. It's it's different. It's a different league. And I think this is why it's best for them both to leave. So,
0: yeah. That's the one thing also is that, like you just said, there's a different league.
1: Like, yeah.
0: Imagine, a minute ago, if you look at Kenny Omega and Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, dude, CM Punk is laughing and having a good time over it. It's like, you ever seen that, uh, like, those cartoons where, like, all the kids are outside and they're having, like, the most fun you'll ever see in your life? And that one kid is, like, because he's hurt or something and he's, like, he can't go out? Yeah, he's looking like, out the window. Like, how sad he is? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I feel like wrestlers in WWE are right
1: now. They're like looking out at AEW like man,
0: they're having fun over there, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. And uh, the truth is, you couldn't leave nowhere because back then there was nowhere to go.
1: Mm-hmm. That's and true. Look at it now. I think that is true what you said, as far as there's nowhere to go. And before the threat was, oh, what are you gonna do? Be overseas, like as if that was that was the Death Valley place to be at. But for some reason, the other rest, like the wrestlers, like the Finn Balor, like a Kenny Omega, like um, what was it, the An- uh, Anderson, Carl Anderson, and the other, his other tag team partner, where they created something dope over there across the seas, where it made it a cool place to be at, and now that's the just they made it a cool place to where now they can be successful there if they really want to because they have that creative mindset of we could do anything that puts his mind to it as long as it's keeps it keeps us safe. That's the thing. So they could do anything and just be just as entertaining in the industry. So the threat isn't there no more. You can't threaten me with that. You can't sit there and say if I don't if I don't put on this ridiculous gimmick costume that you're gonna fire me and I'm not gonna be successful overseas. Fire me now. Let me go over there and I'll bet you any money I'll be more successful. If not, gain more money than your top wrestler that's here on the industry card. So what up now? You know what I mean? That's the thing.
0: Okay. I will not even show uh, like a picture of WWE's ticket sales against AEW Wednesday night sold out crowd. You'd be like, so you still have seats here. AEW doesn't.
1: Exactly. Sold out. That is true.
0: Dude. People were talking about... Here's how crazy this is, okay? Chicago. AEW is coming to Chicago. You know, they just did for CM Punk and the pay-per-view they had. Who, how many people were talking about going to this show, even within our reject society, you know? Well, I right. Like that name, reject society? There you go. Let's see if we can trademark that. There you but go. People in our reject society, oh, like, imagine all of them, they were all like, who wants to go to A. W. AEW show? Or who wants to watch it at my house? Yeah. People showed up to... Uh, reach Alito's home to watch EEW's pay per view. We haven't had it in a long time. Exactly. And so that, that's the thing we've been craving is the same thing we're craving for our own and saying is, guys, get out of there and come here because we want y'all to be happy. Yeah. Believe it or not, it's going to get to the point where it's going to start scratching for talent.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're going to start scrambling around. Hey, man, we can give you a better offer. They're finally going to be all like that. And they're finally going to be like, you know, hey, we're going to give you this this um, this storyline to get you to start off with and see how things are rolling. And then we're going to give you there. It's no more the the era of where you we know you want to be here. This is where it's at. So you got to do what we say because we know this is going to be successful. That's not the game no more. That's not the case. That's out the window. That that died once AEW started shining out against you, and they're starting to look what they're look likeing right now, and doing way more. So you can try to threaten them now, but ain't it ain't worth it? You can't do it. You can't offer me anything better than where I'm gonna be at. So they better do something about it, man. Better do something because they they're not gonna keep Sami Zayn or freaking Kevin Owens. They're not, and they better pull out all type of stunts to try to keep them. But Again, I don't think that they should. I don't think they should stay. So, you know, that's my two I agree
0: cents. With you. I mean, the fellows Ricochet, Sammy Zane, Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura, mm-hmm. and Jeff Hardy, to put names out there uh, for people who I wish could leave that company and go to somewhere where they'll be appreciated.
1: Yeah. Those are the names I would put right there. You know, get out of there as soon as you can and go to a company who appreciates who you are, and what you do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: To, there's no fear no more. You don't have to just sit
1: there and be like, well, this is the only place I'll pay me now. Nope. AEW, the owner of AEW
0: has more money and it's talking than Vince McMahon has.
1: Mm-hmm. He's so,
0: going to get more because look at all these sold-out things, dude. Yep. I mean, with CM Punk shirts being sold out in less than a minute of time, I mean... From what I heard, even the people in Chicago couldn't buy it in the ice cream bars. you know, once they bring those out, you know those are gonna get sold out crazy. Exactly.
1: And fast. And like quickly. That's the thing. It's the how fast it's gonna get sold out is where it's gonna shock the world. Where that those numbers you wanna hear the most. How fast did it sell? How and quick now, did it sold out?
0: And now the AEW has own heart in the next video game.
1: Oh, that's, that's gonna be worse.
0: worse. You're going to want to put that. I'm already thinking about going to GameStop and seeing the I of, uh, how do you say? Uh, pre-order that. Yeah, pre-order it. I'm going to pre-order that bad boy because everyone's already talking about buying it. SG3 yep. said it a while ago. He's like, I'm going to get the game.
1: Exactly. i never
0: heard SG3 in my life say I'm going to buy wrestling game. Right. So, and I heard a guy from work say, you know, I'm going to create the game too. I'm going to buy it. I'm like, damn, I guess AEW is where
1: it's at right now. Yeah, they're going to want it. That's the thing. I don't know if the game is going to be highly invested. Like, of course, the lights of, you know, uh, SmackDown, Raw versus SmackDown type of thing. But they have the idea. Actually, Go ahead. I
0: think it might
1: be because the guy who was behind Raw SmackDown, I believe, he's the guy behind this game. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah. But, you know, I don't. I, again it, the graphics I don't know if it was just as good, so I, I gotta wait and I gotta wait and see myself to get an actual next. Nice, yeah, exactly. To get the just how many, how much does it freeze? Are there any lags? You know, all the little small yeah. stuff that goes through with it, but that's where at least the excitement where I'm the thing with me is I'm excited that people are getting excited for it. So that is good. That's
0: pretty much it. That's yeah. all I got to say about my end.
1: Yes, indeed. Same as myself as well. Well, you guys, that's been our podcast show today on Let's Talk About It. Um, don't forget to catch us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other sources you may think of that we may not be on there. But I think if you Google us, you'll see us. So, like I said before, our website is direct, uh, the therejectrunout.com. Sorry, I didn't say Direct RJ, but... Uh, RejectRundown.com Look us up <laughs> <The Yo>, RejectRundown.com <laughs> Right exactly That'd be cool. <laughs> pretty, pretty cool That'd be coming soon uh, Don't forget to catch us on there as well Make sure you guys look it up But DarkRJ I'm gonna tag you in man Let you finish the show Alright Reject So As we said
0: before This was Let's talk about it The sleeper hole And why is it called a sleeper hole Because when Roddy Pepper Put you in that bed Boy you would go to sleep Yes and as always, I just want to thank Tony Kid, the man, you know, the fastest podcaster in the Midwest <laughs> for being here with me. I am the man himself. I am the director of all directors. I am the man who knows more about the industry before the industry can even know about the industry. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>